And I think it's kind of distorted our sense of reality and what's normal for growth in our lives and in our businesses, because we see people blowing up overnight and having instant success and, you know, hitting six figures in their first year of business and doing all these great and amazing things. But I think that it's added a lot of pressure to most of us to perform a certain way in order to achieve similar results in a similar time frame. when the reality is that for most of us, we're not going to be able to do that. It's going to take some time. And that's okay, because that's normal. It's normal to have slower growth. Welcome to the Edge of Everything podcast. If you're an ambitious soul who's ready to master your mindset, become your best self, and manifest your dream life, then you are in the right place. Thank you for being here, and let's get into the episode. Hi, and welcome back to the Edge of Everything podcast. If you're new here, I'm your host, Autumn, and I'm so excited to have you here today for this episode. I've had this episode in my head for what feels like months now. It's something that has been really heavy in my life, like a really heavy theme in my life recently. And it's something that I constantly am talking about with my friends um, and really just trying to understand about myself and you know, I guess life in general. Um, And if you can't tell by the title, this week's topic, we're going to be talking about rushing and, you know, slowing down and being present and trusting the process and taking ourselves out of the quote unquote rat race of life and always trying to be on go, go, go and doing and achieving and all the things. Not that there's any wrong with striving for success and you know your goals but I think that we need to reevaluate how we approach going after our goals and you know the the speed at which we are trying to achieve certain things because I think that we are living in such a fast-paced world right now and a lot of us are addicted to rushing a lot of us are addicted to the adrenaline rush and to the stress hormones and to you know the nervous system dysregulation and not that we're addicted to it like we like it, but we're addicted to it because that's all we know and that's what we're used to. And I'm ready (laughs) to live slowly and to live softly and to achieve my goals in a way that feels good for me mentally, physically, emotionally, and to walk in alignment and to strive in alignment Um, rather than in stress and struggle and force and rush, like the energy that I feel like I've been living in most of my life is not the energy that I want to continue living in. It's not the energy I want to build my business in. And there's a time and place to rush and, you know, get things done. But I don't think that that's how we should be living our lives the majority of the time. And for me personally, rushing has been the biggest source of misalignment for me and I'm so fucking over it (laughs) I'm tired of trying to quote-unquote keep up with other people and comparing myself and my timeline to other people's you know success and their timelines and I'm ready to just kind of take that step back I have taken a big step back and I want to talk about this with you guys today because If you're anything like me and you don't enjoy being a ball of stress and anxiety and overwhelm and you want to 
be more intentional with your time and your energy, with your thoughts and your words, and you want to slow down and learn to enjoy the process and enjoy the journey and not feel like you have to be at the finish line tomorrow. If you want to live a softer, more slow and intentional life, I'm creating this episode because I want you to know that that's okay. You don't have to subscribe to hustle culture. You are allowed to decide for yourself that you're going to take your time in building whatever it is that you're building or creating and enjoy the process of becoming without feeling like you need to rush to be there and have it all and do it all by tomorrow. Social media and hustle culture kind of go against exactly this idea of living softly and slowly. And I think it's kind of distorted our sense of reality and what's normal for growth in our lives and in our businesses because we see people blowing up overnight and having instant success and you know hitting six figures in their first year of business and doing all these great and amazing things. But I think that it's added a lot of pressure to most of us to perform a certain way in order to achieve similar results in a similar time frame when the reality is that for most of us, we're not going to be able to do that. It's going to take some time. And that's okay because that's normal. It's normal to have slower growth. And while, you know, that instant growth and overnight success can be amazing, I know firsthand what can happen when you aren't prepared for it or when you're not expecting it. You don't have the capacity to hold on to it energetically, spiritually, you know, even physically or mentally and emotionally. Because in 2022, when, you know, I kind of had that overnight success and was able to grow my social media platform and make a whole bunch of money and gain a whole bunch of followers and all the things, it felt good for a moment. And then because I kind of rushed into it without being fully aware of what was necessary in order to hold that space, hold that level of success and visibility and responsibility. I wasn't prepared to hold on to it and I sabotaged it. And I've talked about this a little bit before on other episodes. And one of the biggest things that I learned from that experience, which is why I wanted to talk to you guys about it today, is that slowly really is the fastest way to get to where you want to be. Um, I don't remember who exactly that quote is from, but it is one of my favorite quotes. And it's something that my mindset coach had told me because when I had first started with mindset coaching, I was in that space of constantly rushing. I was in my hyper-masculine mode, like go, 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 go mode all the time, trying to do all the things. And I was burnt out. Like I was so stressed. And the very thing that I wanted to pour my energy and my time and my love into, I started growing to resent it because I was doing it with the energy of rushing and with expectation and it wasn't coming from that place of genuine love and passion anymore. It was coming from, okay, I want to rush to be here. Like I got to this point, I had made the, I had had a 10K month. Now I want to make 20 or 30 or whatever. And it stopped being about the service and, you know, the purpose behind it. I had stopped enjoying the process and 
creating content and showing up on social media, running my business, it wasn't feeling good for me anymore. Like rushing towards a specific goal rather than slowing down and enjoying the process and being intentional and focusing on the why behind it. It like completely ruined my love of creating and serving. And I think that I can see a lot of other people going down a similar road right now because we all feel like we have something to prove and we feel like we have to keep up with other people and appear a certain way on social media in order to to feel legitimate or validated. But one of the biggest things that I've learned is that you have to stay in your own lane. You cannot look at somebody else's success or growth or happiness or joy and try and replicate it for yourself or, you know, put the expectation out into the universe that you have to achieve what they've achieved on their timeline because you are not them and they're not you. Like you do not know what they had to go through or what they've been through to learn. You don't know what's coming next for them. You don't know what's going on behind the scenes. We might see someone's external success. We don't know what's going on internally. We don't know what's going on inside of their mind, their heart, their body. We don't know what's going on inside of their business. We don't know what's going on behind that, you know, that curtain that they have put up. And I'm a really big believer that everything we're going through is for a reason and everything is unfolding in divine timing. And we just have to start trusting in our own timing of our lives a little bit more and stop trying to compare ourselves and our timelines to other people and just focus on what we can do here and now, like focus on what we can do today and then also enjoying it in the process. Outside of business, rushing has really showed up for me in so many other ways. I feel like I'm one big ball of anxiety sometimes and overwhelm and rushing. Even the way I talk sometimes, I feel like I'm always rushing through through what I have to say. And I, a few months ago, I started noticing how fast I walk. I'm short, so I feel like I'm used to walking really fast to keep up with other people. But A few months ago, when I first moved here to Philly, I noticed how fast I walked to the gym. I walked to the gym from my apartment because it's like a few blocks over, like a 12-minute walk. And one day I was walking super fast and I was like, why am I walking so fast? Like, why do I always feel the need to be in a rush to get somewhere? And so from that day forward, I have been so intentional with how fast I walk and Instead of using that walk to the gym as a means to an end, I use the walk as an end in and of itself. Like I, instead of seeing that walk as, okay, I'm going to go on this walk to get me to the gym. I look at it as, okay, I'm going on this walk to enjoy the walk. And it seems like it's such a simple thing, but that one shift, it's like, it just brings me so much joy to just be able to just, (laughs) like, slow down and listen to a podcast or some music and feel the sun on my face and sometimes it's a little cold but that walk for me has turned into something that I would usually rush through and you know I'd grumble at how cold it was and try to get to the gym as fast as possible and rush through my workout and then rush back home but 
just making that one simple shift has done so much for me. It brings a whole different level of presence, a whole different level of like, I don't know, just like experiencing life, like being able to slow down just on my walks to the gym. It's teaching me how to appreciate the process and the journey of getting to where I want to be rather than just rushing towards the end result. It feels so good to be able to just walk a little slower and breathe a little deeper and appreciate what's going on around me and also within me. And it just makes me feel a little bit more connected to myself and to the world around me. Another example of how, you know, we might be rushing is like in traffic. People are fucking crazy out here. You would think that everyone is rushing to like escape somewhere or like, I don't, I don't even know, man. But like the level of hostility in drivers these days and how like reactive and angry everyone is because everyone's always rushing to get somewhere. It blows my mind. And I used to have such bad road rage. Like I recognized in myself that I was getting so pissed off by people and I turned into, you know, a driver who would be rushing. And like, that's not how I want to be out here on the streets. Like, I don't want to get in an accident. I don't want to cause an accident. And now I'm one of those people who I will let someone get upset behind me because I'm going the speed limit or like a little bit over. Um, and if they want to rush around me, good for them. But I'm not about to, you know, put my life at risk, put other people's lives at risk just because, you know, I'm trying to rush somewhere. Like, even if I'm late, I'm going to get there late. Me rushing to get there a few seconds earlier isn't going to help me. You know, it's the anxiety and overwhelm that I feel isn't going to help. So just taking a step back and recognizing that when you're driving, that like everyone is trying to get somewhere for something and that your something isn't more important than anybody else's something is just like a huge shift that you can make and just enjoying the traffic. Like sometimes I'm listening to a podcast episode and I want to finish it. And if I hit traffic, I'm like, perfect. Another five minutes for me to listen to this episode, you know, just turn it into something positive. Like you don't always have to be rushing around to get somewhere. You can turn anything into a good time if you try hard enough. And one thing that I'm being really, you know, aware of and intentional about going forward as I grow my business after taking a pause this month of March is, you know, not putting my, the pressure on myself to have a six-figure business or to even replicate the results I got last year, this year, and, you know, giving myself the time and patience and grace to grow my business in a way that is sustainable. The way that I see a lot of people moving these days in the coaching space and the way that I see them trying to rush to hit a certain milestone or achieve a certain level of quote unquote success, a lot of people are heading for burnout. A lot of people are not building businesses with foundations that are sustainable and that will last, you know, the span of their business or even, you know, their lives. The way that people are trying to build their personal brand or their business brand, they're not thinking in the long term they're thinking in the short term and the instant gratification and I no longer want to be one of those people I want to build a business and a brand and a legacy that is on solid foundations that you know is strong enough to outlive me and that's going to take time 
And being okay with building something like that brick by brick is sometimes frustrating, honestly. But I know that when I get to where I want to be, I'm going to look back on these times now where I am laying these foundations and taking the time and putting in more intention and effort and being patient with myself and be so proud of who I became in the process of achieving those goals versus just rushing to get there now just to say that I did it or just to, you know, feel better or to, you know, receive the external validation, which brings me to wanting to talk about like what happens when we rush because when we rush, we get sloppy and we skip steps. We make mistakes and we lose sight of our why and our deeper reason for even doing whatever it is we're trying to do in the first place. We don't enjoy the process. And like I said earlier, that's where a lot of the misalignment comes from. Life isn't in a rush. We are. Like we have so much time. And a lot of people will argue that we don't have a lot of time, you know. At max, we probably have 100 years to achieve whatever we want to achieve, but I'm not thinking about 100 years from now because the only time that we really have is the present and whatever we're doing right now is what's going to be creating our reality tomorrow. And I want to make sure that the reality that I'm creating tomorrow feels good for me and isn't built in stress and struggle and rushing energy because Whatever you create today, whatever energy you create your business or relationship or friendship, whatever it is you're creating, whatever energy you create that in today is going to be what you experience later down the line. So if you want a business where you have to be, you know, posting five times, 10 times a day in order to be seen and, you know, doing X, Y, Z to maintain what you've built. Cool. Love that for you. But if you want to create something that doesn't need your attention 24-7, that doesn't require you to, to be quote-unquote on all the time, um, to have the time and space to take a step back or go on vacation or, you know, is built with self-trust and patience and love and passion and purpose, that's going to take some time. And you have to be okay with the process and actually learn to enjoy the process because in that process is where you're going to find the most joy and the most fulfillment because once you reach the end result it's not gonna be fun anymore because you're gonna have achieved it so I think learning to slow down and enjoy this process is a really big part of creating your reality I also wanted to talk about where does this sense of rushing come from because For me, I know it comes from several different places, but I really wanted to talk about the three biggest places that I see this rushing hustle energy coming from. And the first one is limiting beliefs. Second is nervousness and dysregulation. And third is external pressures. So with limiting beliefs, I see this a lot showing up with the fear of failure, comparisonitis, and scarcity mindset. If we're rushing towards something, it's likely because of one of these three things, because a lot of us are afraid that if we don't get there quickly, we won't get there at all. But the reality is that in trying to get there quickly, we're creating resistance that is actually keeping us further from getting to where we want to be. When if we could just slow down and take our time and be more intentional and learn to enjoy the process, we would get there a lot more quickly. 
And when you know the end result, like when you know in your soul that something is meant for you, that you are meant to be successful, that you are meant to be with that person, that you are meant to have whatever it is that you are calling in, when you know that it's meant for you, you don't have to rush. You don't fear failure because you know that the success, the love, it's inevitable because it's meant for you. And so one thing that I've really been trying to embody recently is that deeper inner knowing that it is meant for me and it will happen when it is meant for me, as long as I'm doing my part and taking the aligned action steps that I need to do in order to get there. The second big thing is comparisonitis. Like I said earlier, comparing yourself or your where you're at in your life or business to other people, that's one of the biggest ways to induce that sense of rushing because you're trying to keep up with someone else instead of focusing on running your own race. When you see people out there, you know, another sports thing, I don't know why I always (laughs) come with the sports analogies, but you know, when people are running track, they're not looking to, to the side of them to see if the girl next to them or the guy next to them is running faster or, you know, what their shoes look like or what outfit they have on. They're focusing on their lane and their track. And so when we're, you know, living our lives, we have to put our blinders up and focus on ourselves and stay in our own lane. And I know that's so hard, especially with social media, but that's what you have to do if you want to stop rushing. Because if you're always looking at what the next person is doing or how quickly they're doing it, You're always going to be trying to keep up with and compete with them when really the only person you need to be competing with is who you were yesterday. So stay in your motherfucking lane. And the last big limiting belief is scarcity mindset. If you're rushing, it's likely because you have a fear that there isn't enough to go around. You might be afraid that if you don't get in now or get in quickly, you won't ever get in at all. I see this a lot in the coaching space. A lot of new coaches and clients that I work with, they worry that or they they hear that the space is oversaturated, but I don't think that's really the case. And even if it is, there's more than enough to go around. Like there's no need to rush because like I said earlier, what's meant for you will be for you. I was listening to a podcast earlier and they were talking about how there's like 8 billion people in the world. And for each of us who has a message with something to share or a service to offer, there's at least 100,000 people who potentially would be interested in buying or listening to you or learning from you. And like that kind of blew my fucking mind because if you really think about it, like think about 100,000 people in a room, you can't. You wouldn't even need 100,000 people to buy from you or learn from you or listen to you in order to feel fulfilled, in order to achieve whatever kind of success you're looking for. And the point of that is that there's more than enough to go around. There's no need to rush. And so you really have to develop an abundance mindset and really focus on attracting the people that are meant for you and knowing that the ones who aren't the people who don't like you or the people who don't want to buy from you or hire you as a mentor or coach or, you know, be your friend. Those people aren't your people. And that's OK, because there's nine hundred and ninety nine thousand other people out there who might be. So I think it's really about. You know, trusting that the universe has your back and trusting that what's meant for you will find you. 
And the second piece comes from nervous system dysregulation. And one thing that I realized is that if we're in a rush to be somewhere or to do something, it's because a part of us doesn't feel safe slowing down. And I think that has a lot to do with, you know, whatever trauma we might have in our child wounds um, and the level of safety that we feel within ourselves, the level of self-trust that we have, and also what internal pressures or expectations that we have of ourselves. And I don't want to dive too deeply into this piece today because we are going to be talking about nervous system dysregulation and all of those things on a different episode. but. In order to, you know, regulate our nervous systems and cultivate that safety within ourselves, within our bodies, within our subconscious, to be able to slow down and relax and stop rushing, it's going to take some time and effort and tools like embodiment practices and somatic work and being very intentional about, like I was saying earlier, the way you walk, the way you talk you know, taking deeper breaths and really grounding yourself. And I think a lot of nervous system dysregulation and especially when it comes to slowing down and rushing could be related to, you know, the root and sacral chakras, like the safety centers of the body. And so I think those would be some good places to start if you feel like that's you, like you're very overwhelmed and anxious all the time and you feel unsafe slowing down, like you you just can't stop because you're afraid of X, Y, Z happening. If you do, I would definitely start with a lot of the nervous system regulation and somatic work to ground yourself back into your body and teach your nervous system that it is safe to slow down. Like it is safe to take our time. It's safe to, you know, walk slower and talk slower and nothing bad will happen to you if you decide to just take a breath take a beat, take a break and give your body the time it needs to reset and readjust and move forward in a way that feels good and isn't, you know, causing you to, you know, feel so overwhelmed and dysregulated all the time. And the last piece is external pressures. I know for myself, I put a lot of internal pressure on myself, but I know a lot of us also put a lot of external pressures like from parents and family members, partners, followers, or clients. And so I think when it comes to the external pressures, one of the best things that you can do for yourself is learn how to set boundaries and to set a standard for yourself and then let other people know that, okay, this is what I'm doing. This is how I'm doing it. If you don't like it this way, you can go find it somewhere else. Because the worst thing that you can do for yourself as a coach or a mentor, um, even as a partner, um, is to not have energetic boundaries and standards for yourself because that's the quickest way to let yourself get drained. And then you won't be able to show up in the energy that you need to in order to be a good friend, a good partner, a good mentor. I know this was the case for me. And that's why I decided to take a pause this month and really kind of take a step back and focus on myself because like I said, I put a lot of internal pressure on myself. None of my clients pressured me, but I had a little bit of pressure from, you know, my parents because, you know, I owe some people some money and that put pressure on me both internally and externally. And then because of that pressure, I kind of stopped showing up for myself. And I was so hyper-focused on my business and rushing and, you know, signing more clients and making more money so I could do X, Y, and Z and pay off all of these things. And I stopped 
you know, eating the way that I should be. I stopped exercising. I wasn't doing my self-care practices. And it just made me feel super anxious, overwhelmed, and like I couldn't slow down. And because I couldn't slow down, I was actually holding myself back from seeing the results that I wanted to see. And so I had to take a step back, had to set boundaries with my parents, set boundaries with my clients, and decide that I'm going to have to approach building my business in a new way so that I don't burn myself out again and, you know, abandon myself essentially. So like I said, one of the best things that you can do for yourself is to set boundaries with the people in your life, with your social media use, with your followers, with your clients, and also focus on filling your cup first, making sure that you are taking care of yourself, that you are staying on top of your own self-care practices, your wellness practices, because you cannot pour from an empty cup. And so if you want to be giving to others, you have to first give to yourself. And so the last thing I want to touch on is a few practical ways that you can really slow down and develop self-trust and be present and trust the process. These are some of the biggest ways that I've been trying to incorporate more stillness and intentional living in my life. And the big ones are mindfulness, being intentional um, about my thoughts and words and habits and taking aligned action, embodiment practices, pleasure and play, and then developing self-trust and letting the universe meet me halfway. So for me, mindfulness looks like creating space and time for stillness and silence, having a consistent meditation practice. I usually do it during my morning routine. And then on the days that I go to the gym, I add in a bonus meditation session in the sauna. And it's one of my favorite things to do. And it just brings another, you know, 10 to 12 minutes of stillness and silence into my routine. Next is mindful eating being more intentional about slowing down when I eat, chewing my food, not inhaling it and finishing it in like four bites, <laughs> um, not watching TV while I'm eating, at least for breakfast. Sometimes I do during dinner, but I'm trying to be better about it. But, you know, focusing on the food, the way it tastes, the way it smells, you know, the textures, incorporating the five senses into things, slowing down when I talk, slowing down when I walk, um, even with like the podcast, I'm so used to talking so quickly all the time because growing up, I felt like I wasn't listened to. So for me, it shows up as needing to talk really fast to get my point across because I don't think people are listening. <laughs> like if you felt like you weren't heard or listened to, you might speed up your speech in order to make people pay attention to you or because you're afraid that they won't pay attention if you slow down and take a second to pause and think about the next thought that you want to say before you say it. So doing things like that have been really helpful for me as far as mindfulness. And then being intentional about my thoughts and words and habits and taking aligned action. This is the biggest thing that I think has been a shift for me. It's taking my myself out of that autopilot and really being intentional about the way that I talk to myself um, being aware of when my inner critic shows up and deciding to not listen to it, not continuing the bad habits that have been, you know, holding me back from reaching my next level, keeping the promises that I make myself and not trying to do too much too fast. A big part of rushing for me has shown up as, you know, trying to do everything all at once. But one of the biggest things that I have learned is that I can do it all, but I can't do it all at once. 
So really deciding, okay, what am I going to focus on today? What's going to make me feel successful today? How do I define success? And, you know, measuring that success on my own terms and not based on what I think other people or, you know, external sources might think success should be. And just making sure that my actions are aligned with the person that I'm becoming, not who I am right now. One of the best things that you can do for your future self is to start showing up as them now. Because in order to become them, you have to practice being them. And I'm excited. I wrote an episode about embodiment that I'm going to do probably in two weeks because I have someone amazing scheduled to come on for next week. But um, really just embodying the person that I want to become now and not continuing to show up as the person that I no longer want to be. And quickly, we'll touch on embodiment, but um, in a different sense, not like embodying the future version of myself, but like embodiment in the terms of like getting out of your head and back into your body. And for me, that looks like, you know, incorporating more sensuality and like the five senses, as I said before, like the sight, touch, sound, taste, smell, and paying more attention to to all of those things, whether it's food, you know, when I'm out on walks, using my diffuser to like, you know, add some, some nice sense to the room, doing small things like that, and really just bringing my awareness back to the present moment and being focused on what's happening right here, right now. And also movement has been a really huge one for me, going for those walks, dancing, um, working out and not rushing through my workouts, being intentional about the movements, getting that mind muscle connection, like those things, uh, in addition to like the meditation practice and, you know, making time and creating space for stillness have been like the biggest shifts for me. Because when you get out of your head and back into your body, you realize that, you know, life isn't happening in your head. It's happening in your body. Like you're thinking about what's going on in, in your surroundings and in the world but we're really living in this moment and when you can ground back into your body and realize that this moment is all that you have it I don't know it just makes you it makes you more aware and appreciative of what's going on in the here and now and not projecting into what might be happening tomorrow or next week next one is pleasure and play I think that a lot of us rush because we aren't having fun Like, have you ever been doing something that feels good or that is fun for you and you don't want it to end because you just love doing it so much because it's so fun or it feels so good? Like, that's the energy that I'm trying to bring back into my life and back into my business because the saying, like, time flies and you're having fun, it really does. Like, when you're having fun, you don't want to rush. You want to savor the moment. You want to remember it. You want it to last forever. And so I think if we can incorporate more pleasure and play into our daily routines and into our lives and businesses, it'll make such a difference because you won't feel the need to rush and you'll actually be enjoying the process. And I don't really have any specific points for that one yet. I'm still trying to figure out how to make it fun for myself. But one concept that I really love is gamifying your life and treating life like it is literally just one big game and you are an avatar that you get to create and mold to be whoever you want them to be, dress them however you want to dress them and make them do whatever it is you want them to do. Like thinking about myself as like a sim, basically. (laughs) And (laughs) like my conscious mind is the controller of the sim 
And I'm just, you know, taking my little remote control in my mind and telling my sim to do X, Y, Z and having fun with it. Like not taking things so seriously, doing little challenges. Like you guys know, if you follow me on social media, I love challenges. I've done like five different challenges. I did most of them before I was even a coach just because I love the idea of pushing yourself to do something just because it's like fun or challenging or it pushes you to a new edge, to a new level. Um, I think that's one of my favorite things to do is to like just gamify the process, make it feel like a game, give yourself some prizes during the process and have fun with it. Like don't put too much pressure or expectation on the result, but focus on actually enjoying the game itself. And lastly, developing self-trust and trusting the universe to meet you halfway. Building self-trust is honestly one of the hardest but best things you will ever do for yourself because in order to achieve anything, you have to trust yourself and know that when you say you're going to do something, you're going to follow through. I think, especially in my own experience, um, I've broken a lot of trust with myself because I'll tell myself I'm going to do something, but then I don't do it. And, you know, we're having a relationship with ourselves. So how would you feel if your partner or your friend or your parent told you they were going to do something and then they let you down and they tell you again, they're going to do it. And then they let you down again and again and again, eventually you're not going to trust them anymore because they don't keep their word. And it's the same thing with ourselves. We might not realize it, but when we say we're going to wake up at 7am, but we snooze our alarm for, you know, 10 days in a row we're breaking trust. Even when we do it one time, we're breaking trust with ourselves. And so you have to start rebuilding trust with yourself, you know, one step at a time by giving yourself small achievable tasks and following through, like just doing what you say you're going to do, keeping the promises that you make yourself, like treat yourself like you would treat someone you're in love with. You would want them to trust you, to love you, to to know that you're going to show up for them and do what you're saying you're going to do. Like the relationship that we have with ourselves is the most important relationship we have in our lives. And it's also the relationship that we least prioritize because most of us don't see it as being a relationship. But once you start treating yourself like you would a partner, it's going to completely change things because I feel like you'll develop a new level of respect, a new level of trust, a new level of self-love when you start to see yourself as the amazing human being that you are and giving yourself the time and energy and effort and attention that you deserve. And then when you take care of yourself, it directly reflects back into your life and into your business. It reflects in your relationships, in the money that you make, in your happiness. Like putting yourself first will forever be the best thing that you can do because everything that happens in your life is an extension of you. Your internal world reflects back into your external world. So make sure that you are taking care of yourself. Make sure that you are prioritizing the relationship you have with you and building that self-trust. And then also, you know, leaning into that trust and surrender and knowing that the universe has your back. Because I always say this, creating your reality, changing your life, manifesting, whatever you want to call it, it's a co-creation process. And I think that knowing that the universe has your back and trusting that you are divinely guided and supported 
is a huge part of being okay with not rushing because having a higher power to to lean on and to have faith in and to you know turn to when things might not be going your way but you still know that you're part of a bigger plan i don't know it just it feels different than if you're just trying to push and force and achieve things on your own so yeah i just wanted to talk about this and let you know that it's okay to slow down and you don't have to continue subscribing to hustle culture you are free to unsubscribe at any time and decide to slow down and enjoy the journey and really just fall back in love with the process instead of being so focused on the end result. And I wanted to leave you with a few questions. So where in your life are you rushing and why? Where does this pressure come from for you? How can you slow down and enjoy the process a little bit more? What steps can you take to be more intentional, to have more space and stillness and quiet in your day? What are you afraid will happen if you slow down, if you stop rushing? And lastly, how can you bring more pleasure and play into your day or business or relationship? So I hope that you enjoyed this episode. I hope that you'll, you know, think about these questions, journal on them. And if you're still here, I love you so much. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, I hope you don't mind leaving a quick rating or a review. Like just click that five stars for me and I will love you forever. I'll give you a big fat kiss. And um, if you have extra time, leave, you know, a review for me. Um, it really helps to grow the podcast. And I really, really appreciate you. And if you tag me on your social media, repost it, um, take a screenshot of the podcast and repost it. I will repost you and send you a bunch of virtual hugs and kisses. <laughs> so yeah, I hope you enjoyed this episode and I will see you next week.